This is my story of how I'm starting a side hustle in real time. So I recommend you start at episode one if this is your first time here. If you're finding this journey helpful or even just entertaining, I would really love it if you would share this with anyone you think could relate to it or find it amusing. Spreading the word really does help. Okay, in the last episode, I went into details about what my savings plan is as I prepare for my entrepreneurial life and also give you some advice that my financial planner gave me. This week, I recap what happened the week before, where I went to Cairo for a work trip and immediately had to go to the hospital for surgery. This is a story of starting over in your 30s told in real time and how I'm trying to navigate my way through a confusing juncture in life. I have suddenly realized the life I'm living is not the life I want. In each episode, I'll be sharing every step of my journey as it's unfolding in real time, the good, the bad, the ugly. From starting a side hustle to completely reconsidering and questioning every goal I ever made for myself in my 20s, I'll be taking you on this journey with me to figure out my life all over again. I had surgery about 10 days ago now that pretty much knocked me out ever since and has made everything a really big struggle. But first, before explaining what the surgery was all about, I had a 24-hour work trip to Cairo last Monday. This stage, we are just waiting for the last bits of cargo to be loaded on board, and then we should be closing all our doors for departure. Once we are in the air today, a flight time of only three hours, climbing up to an altitude of 48,000 feet. Scheduling surgery essentially came out of the blue only two weeks prior to the actual surgery date. Since I knew I wasn't going to be able to travel for a while after surgery, because the doctor said I couldn't, I had to squeeze in a work trip to Cairo urgently. It all came together extremely last minute, and lucky for me, it worked out in my favor. The uh, weather was forecast to be mostly smooth. However, that said, I'd like to ask you to please keep your seatbelts loosely fastened anytime you are seated, just in case we do encounter any unforecasted bumps along the way. Uh, for now, please do sit back, relax, enjoy the flight with us, and once again, welcome aboard. Off to Cairo we go. I have been to Cairo, Egypt about five times now, all for work, never just for pleasure. So my view of Cairo is a little skewed because all I have ever seen is crazy traffic where the white lines on the six-lane highway don't mean shit. Cars just pile through the city like a slow-moving parking lot. But I did get to see a view of the pyramids out of the car window as I was driven from one work meeting to another. Hi, how are you? There you go. Yes, just one night. Thank you. Um, credit card. I'll just get an invoice as well. Thank you. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. Okay, then. All right, thank you so much. We will? Use the good card. Okay, no problem. The room is where? East building. Okay, no problem. Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
I got to my hotel room around 8 p.m. that Monday, settled into my room, and finished up the presentation I had to have ready for my Tuesday morning workshop with the client. Everything in Cairo went down without a hitch, and by 5.30 p.m. Tuesday, I swung by the hotel to pick up my bag and grabbed the hotel shuttle back to the airport for my 8 p.m. flight back to Dubai. I landed in Dubai around 1 a.m., and after passport control and everything, I got home around 2 a.m., and spent a few hours getting all my urgent work emails done. I had to be in the hospital by 6 a.m. for surgery prep, so there really was not much time for sleep. The surgery was not life-threatening or anything, or even that big of a deal. It was just a foot surgery to fix the joint in my foot, which was causing me pain. The reason I even decided to go for the surgery and booked it all within two weeks was because they told me my insurance was going to cover the entire surgery. And it made me realize that I might not have insurance this good for a while after I quit my job. So suddenly it was one more thing to add to the checklist of things to do before I decide to quit my nine to five and venture into self-employment. Also, the surgeon was about to leave for his summer vacation and I needed to schedule it all before he left so I could take advantage of recovering while it's way too hot to go outside. If I'm going to be stuck at home not being able to walk for a while, I might as well do it in the middle of the miserable, hot Dubai summer. I asked my boyfriend to take me to the hospital at 6 a.m. to be with me before going under. I was so, so, so nervous for this surgery. What? Oh, she looks so sad. <laughs> very sad. Holy shit. Please don't put that on Instagram. Stop. Don't. <laughs> Don't. You have no power. Don't. When we get there, I am a nervous wreck, and I just feel like throwing up from all the nerves. Of course, my boyfriend is trying to take photos of me in this nervous state and thinks it's funny to tease me about it. I mean, this is one way to try to distract me, I guess. Babe? Babe? My boyfriend keeps going in and out of the room to grab multiple rounds of coffee when I wish he would just stay next to me. But what to do? (sighs) I'm so nervous. Where have you been? 10 seconds. (laughs) Where have you been? He says he was gone for just 10 seconds. And even though I know he's exaggerating, I'm just on edge because of my nerves. The nurse comes in and starts to ask a series of questions, like, how long have I been fasting for? She said 10, 10, 10, 10, 15. Yeah, 10 p.m.-ish. I haven't eaten anything since the dinner on the flight back to Dubai. And then the nurse asked me to go strip my clothes and wear nothing else except the hospital gown and underwear she gave me. Oh, and the thin blue hairnet that is supposed to keep all of my hair from going everywhere in the surgery room, which I just put on the top of my head like a baseball cap because I just couldn't be bothered to deal with tying up all my hair just yet. I came out of the restroom looking like 
a pretty disheveled hospital patient. Yeah, she's cute. Don't need to look cute. You're taking my blood pressure too high. <laughs> Stop. I don't think I should be laughing. Yeah, you should. For this? So what? It's gonna see if it be. My boyfriend keeps teasing me while the nurse is attaching the heart monitor to me and is getting ready to take my vital signs. Where do you keep going? You keep disappearing. So what do you want to have for lunch? I can't. I have to wait till dinner. For dinner? Yeah, they said around six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What do you want to have for dinner? They're going to give you lunch here. Oh, they are? That's what you ask here for food. I don't know. Um, yeah, you're going to be free meals. As the nurse takes my blood pressure, my boyfriend tells me to just relax, which I really am trying to do by taking in deep breaths and just try to calm down my nerves. I'm trying. I'm really trying. I hope I sleep all the way till I'm home and he like prepared everything and I wake up and I'm just like in this dream. Are you getting more hot chocolate? The nurse has placed the IV needle inside the vein of my hand, and it's constantly burning my skin, and it feels so uncomfortable. I feel like I can barely move my hand because I don't want to accidentally pull the tube out of my vein, but at the same time, I kind of want to pull it out of my vein. I just keep kind of messing around with it. Mm. Just burn. Just burn. Done. You said it will burn inside for the surgery. When it's out? <laughs> no. Technically. After the surgery, they pull it out. Because no. I'll be under anesthesia anyway. Nothing will hurt after that. Yeah. <sighs> As I keep feeling like I'm going to throw up, I'm tired, hungry, and anxious. We're just waiting for the 8 a.m. surgery time at this point. We try passing the time by figuring out what movie we should watch after I get home. <laughs> what was his name? What's his name? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Um, the movie? Austin Powers. Austin Powers. It's a good movie. You should watch that. No. You're no fun. I don't want to watch Austin Powers. I want to watch something. I want to watch Magic Mike. Technically, just what I said. <laughs> I'm trying to... <laughs> Weirdo. Me? No, my great-grandfather. 
Is it here? You never know. <laughs> what? A little weird. We? Am I in this alone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the person who was recording right before she goes into <laughs> surgery. Mm -hmm. Oh, my hand hurts so bad. I don't know why, but I keep messing with the IV coming from the vein of my hand, and I cannot stop complaining about it. It's so uncomfortable. That's God telling you, be careful. Mm -hmm. Ah, fuck. Why are you touching it? I don't know. I'm feeling it. I can feel it in my vein. You can feel it, eh? Let's make my hand go numb. Isn't that good? My hand kind of look white. Stop thinking about it. Relax, leave it. Fingers. I can't even, like, move. Leave it. Leave it. Will you take my purse with you? Hmm? Or should I keep it? Oh, just keep it. Okay. I'm hungry and I'm gonna throw up. Yes, I know what you're thinking. I am pretty sure my boyfriend feels the same. He is tired of all my complaints, but I am just really feeling way too anxious, and I almost feel like I just want to back out. I'm scared to go under this time. Why? Um, where are you scared to be? No, I'm seriously worried. Like, what if I wake up in the middle of it? You'll be already back to sleep. Like, they, ha they do have fast acting STs. Yeah, but what if I feel it? Uh, I can't talk about it. I'm going to throw up. I don't know why I'm scared this time. Scared. All the other times I was like, Yeah. Morning. Morning. Mid sentence, the nurse comes back in to let me know the surgeon is on the way to see me and will explain the procedure and what I should do after it's over. She also is getting ready to wheel me into the OR room now. The last thing I remember was getting into the OR room and having to slide from the little bed that they transported me in to the OR table. And as the surgeon and all the nurses were surrounding me, preparing to start the surgery, the anesthesiologist asked me to take three deep breaths as he puts the gas mask over my face. I remember taking these deep breaths while my anxiety levels were going through the roof. But then, everything went dark. It is now 4.30 p.m. And my boyfriend went to go quickly run some errands. And I'm all alone in the hospital. I woke up around, I think it was like 12. Well, first my surgery 
Well, let me back up, back up. First, I got to the hospital at 6 a.m. because that's the time they told me to come. And I had to be fasting and I didn't sleep much because I'd just flown in from Cairo for a work trip. So I landed in Dubai at 1 a.m. And then I went home and I had to finish a lot of emails so that I wouldn't be as stressed for work stuff after the surgery was over. So I finished my emails, which meant I ended up staying up all night, unfortunately. And because I had to go to the airport, or what am I saying? Because I had to go to the hospital by 6 a.m., I just stayed up, finished all my work, took a really good shower, and yeah, I got to the hospital by 6 a.m., My boyfriend um, came with me in the morning and just kind of hung out until I was taken away to go get surgery at 8 a.m. Yeah, I was really nervous the whole time, but I got through it. Then I think I woke up around 12 after the surgery was done. And oh my gosh, this is... TMI, but I immediately had to pee. I remember when I woke up, I took this big gasp of air. I was like, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. And they quickly gave me, oh, it's so gross. They gave me a, like those pee pans, the pans that you just pee on while you're sitting. <laughs> so I did that, but I was so out of it. I didn't even care. I was either that or pee on myself, so pan for the win. Then I've passed back out and now it's 4.30. I've had some lunch. I've watched a lot of Instagram reels with my boyfriend because he came back to hang out with me before I'm allowed to leave. So now I'm just waiting and I'm tired. I'm groggy. I'm uh not yet feeling the pain, which makes me nervous. Um, I'm really nervous to start feeling the pain in my foot, but we'll see how it goes. So hopefully I'll be able to go home soon and just start watching movies at home. Yeah. Yay. It's now been 10 days since surgery, and honestly, things haven't been going like I thought they would. I knew I would need time to recover from surgery, so I took off work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Monday. I planned to have five full days where I didn't have to worry about work. Therefore, my intention was to get fully caught up on all of my other life side hustle stuff since I would have all of this extra time on my hands while I was being forced to stay on the couch to prevent injuring my foot since it was in a very sensitive state. These are the things that I had on my to-do list while I was recovering. One, finish the podcast. Two, keep working on the second supplier with my product design. Three, make more Instagram content. 
Four, get my finances organized again. Five, start working on new podcast episodes. Six, make more Instagram content. My plan of being productive while recovering from surgery fully failed. The first few days ended up being such a wash because I was really out of it from the pain meds that they gave me, plus still in pain. So I ended up doing nothing but switching between Hulu and Netflix, watching movies and reality TV shows for three days straight without having any energy to do anything else. Then Monday came around and I told myself to catch up on all the work stuff before I had to really start work on Tuesday. That was also a fail. I did nothing that Monday except for watch Netflix again. From Tuesday to Friday, I was caught up with so much work again, and I didn't have any time or energy to do anything else. Even my energy for work was at an all-time low. I felt like I could barely get through the days. Now it's the weekend, and I haven't really left the house. I only left the house twice in 10 days. Once to send the dogs to daycare, where my boyfriend drove us, and the other time was when I had my follow-up with the surgeon a week after surgery. He did say everything was looking really good, so that made me feel better. But he reminded me to keep taking it easy and keep using the crushes because I need to take the pressure off of my foot for a lot longer. I have to wear this shoe boot thing that protects my foot from keeping the pressure that protects my foot and keeps the pressure on my heel when I place my foot on the ground. Not gonna lie, it's really annoying to go anywhere with the boot and the crutches, and it just feels a lot easier just to stay put and keep my foot safe. I realized that in the last week, I've really started to feel this sense of depression from being stuck at home. And while I was initially excited by the idea of having all this downtime so that I could catch up on all my other things, that is not how it has worked out for me. After 10 days of wanting to be so productive, I've definitely been way less productive with all this free time than I am when I have way too much to do. It's so strange that when you're forced to have free time, you somehow don't have the energy or motivation to work on all the extra stuff you wanted to. It's kind of like how COVID was for me. When I was forced to stay home and forced to have extra downtime, my desire to be creative, excited about things, and motivated to launch new things just went out the window. It's been so weird and even more frustrating knowing that I have extra free time at the moment, but then not having the desire or any energy to get myself to finish the things I actually want to finish. Even finishing this podcast for this week has been harder than normal. Even though I've had so much more extra time to work on it, I keep procrastinating it and I don't know why. My depressive state just makes me feel like I should just watch Netflix instead and just keep sulking. Now, one of the most random things happened to me, but it kind of has been a blessing in disguise. While I was stuck on the couch after surgery, a friend asked me to help take care of a two-week-old kitten they found on the street 
after realizing the mom had been run over by a car and died. They rescued the kitten and they needed someone to feed it every few hours. So, since I was getting depressed being stuck on the couch, I agreed to take the kitten in and be her new mommy since I couldn't get myself to do anything else. The dogs are in daycare at the moment right now anyways since I cannot walk them, so I decided, why not? It actually has helped me feel like I'm doing something good in the world while being down. So that's it for me this week. I had surgery. I've had really low energy, low motivation, almost zero creativity. And that has really started to make me feel really low. But I also got a new kitten to take care of, which has helped my emotional state. So I'm going to keep trying to get out of this low mental state so I can feel like myself again and start being more productive. Next week, we will do a product sample review of my new beach bag design because guess what? One of my beach bag samples has just arrived in the mail. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast and to help spread the word as we are brand new. Rate and review us five stars to help get this podcast out there. Follow us on our Instagram page at starting over underscore in real time for more fun content about the journey. Any and all support is always appreciated. And I cannot wait to continue to share this journey with you. 